It's Tuesday, June 23, 2009. Save the planet for less than 50 cents a day. What a bark. Energy companies sued for conspiracy. Good. Plus, River of Fire. River of Fire. River of Fire. Cool. I'm Brad Friedman. I'm Desi Doyen. Yeah, you are. And this is your Green News Report. Wake up. Are you there? I'm here. All right. What do you have for us today, Desi Gorman? Well, the Congressional Budget Office has released new numbers that should help move the Waxman-Markey Climate and Energy Bill currently under contentious negotiations in Congress. The CBO calculated the projected economic impact of cap-and-trade legislation on American families and says that the net cost of reducing the nation's emissions would cost American households an average of $175 per year, which actually amounts to less than 50 cents a day. Now, the Republicans have been telling us it's going to be 16 hundred dollars a month or some right. crazy Republicans thing like that. continue to purposely misrepresent the economic cost. You mean they they're just making it up? Have well, they they're making it up based on false interpretations of bogus studies and in some cases of correct studies that they actually purposely misrepresent. Yeah, and it's been shown that they were false, but they keep continue doing it to anyway. do it anyway. Okay. Even in the face of these new CBO numbers, which again it averages to less than fifty cents a day, and that's an average across all households. Now, when you break it down, poor households actually would see a net gain due to rebates and subsidies in the bill. And for the wealthiest households, those making more than $100,000 a year, the estimated cost would still amount to about 70 cents a day. Of course, that's in stark contrast to the expected cost of energy, water, and food if we do nothing, as predicted in last week's report from NOAA on the impact of global warming in specific regions. And the CBO also says this estimate does not include any calculations on the economic benefits we can expect, like savings from energy efficiency and other changes. So so they're talking about just the raw costs. Just the raw costs without including any benefits whatsoever. Okay. Mega oil giant ExxonMobil has been ordered to pay interest on damages from the massive Exxon Valdez oil spill in Alaska 20 years ago. In 1989, the oil tanker Exxon Valdez ran aground in Alaska's pristine Prince William Sound, spilling millions of gallons of crude oil, destroying what had been one of the world's most abundant fisheries. So for the last 20 years, Exxon has fought those damages in court. And last July, the Supreme Court, in a split decision, granted ExxonMobil's appeal and reduced the punitive damages from $5 billion down to just $500 million. <laughs> Exxon argued then that the interest on the unpaid damages should be calculated from the date of last year's decision. But no, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals doesn't agree and has ordered ExxonMobil to pay what amounts to about $500 million in interest. So we're talking about, uh, what, a billion dollars total is what they had to pay for that? Yeah, that only amounts to an average payout of $15,000 to the 33,000 people whose livelihoods were destroyed by the worst oil spill in the nation's history. And I'm guessing they, uh, so it it paid off for them. They went ahead and uh, spilled all over Prince William Sound, but uh, in the end... It was worth it, wasn't it? It actually cost them less, yes. Also in Alaska, the residents of a tiny village are suing energy companies because they will soon be among the first of the world's climate refugees due to rising sea levels destroying their homes. The Army Corps of Engineers even declared the situation in the tiny village of Kivalina to be, quote, dire. The Kivalina villagers are seeking damages of $400 million, the estimated cost of relocation by the federal government. Their suit charges energy companies ExxonMobil, BP, Chevron, and others with criminal conspiracy for funding research that denies global warming exists and also for being a public nuisance. Cool. And this, this, their community is actually dealing with the rising waters 
already. As we speak the right now. The ones that have been predicted, the ones that uh, the energy companies, the Republicans have said, oh, it's a bunch of nonsense. This water is encroaching on these people. Yes, the loss of sea ice alone, for example, has yeah. caused the ocean waves to actually lap at the buildings of their community already. Sue the bastards. Exxon calls the conspiracy charge a conspiracy theory, except, of course, that we do know when we have the fact to prove it that they did actually fund global warming denier front groups. Oh, man. Nestle has announced a recall of their entire line of raw cookie dough products due to possible E. coli contamination. The Centers for Disease Control say the source of the E. coli that has sickened 70 people across 30 states has not yet been determined, but they all were connected by having eaten raw Toll House cookie dough. No one has died, but Nestle is recalling all their raw cookie dough as a precaution. That's over 86 million cookies worth, except for their cookie dough ice cream, which surprisingly, the cookie dough in the cookie dough ice cream is actually cooked. Really? Yes. They cook the cookie dough? They cook the cookie dough that goes in the ice cream. Okay. So it's just cookie ice cream, really? No, cookie ice cream is safe. It's raw cookie dough products. Like if you buy their pre-made... I understand, but if it's cookie dough ice cream, but it's cooked dough, then it's actually just cookies in the ice cream, not cookie dough. Okay, yeah, you could say that. I just did. Finally, it was 40 years ago yesterday that the Cuyahoga River in Cleveland caught fire and burned after being used for decades as an open sewer for the dumping of raw industrial waste. The site of a river on fire was actually not uncommon at the time, but this river fire in 1969 sparked a shift in American attitudes towards protection of our natural resources and led to the creation of the Environmental Protection Agency and passage of the Clean Water Act. After years of extensive and expensive rehabilitation, the birds and the fish have come back to the Cuyahoga River, and it is now actually a national recreation area and a nice cityfront park. Great story. Way to go, Cuyahoga. I know that people had a fight for that out there. The uh, government did not want to do anything. Cuyahoga fought real hard, and it's good to see a happy story coming out of Cuyahoga, Cleveland. All right, read about that and so much more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And that's the way the cookie dough crumbles. This has been your Green News Report.